Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm looking at the health benefits of being vegan and highlighting what omnivores can learn from a well-planned vegan diet. Welcome back to the Daily Dollop podcast, everybody. What a show it's going to be today. I am pulling out the key lessons from the vegan diet of what us omnivores can learn from being vegan and a well-planned, smart vegan diet. For those of you tuning into the show for the first time, my name's Kate Freeman and I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic. And I've had nearly 17 years experience in the area of nutrition, either studying or working in it. And I absolutely love talking about food for those of you who do tune into the Daily Dollop daily. So fun fact about me is that I am an omnivore. So I eat meat, poultry, seafood, dairy products, as well as all of the plants. And in fact, there's really nothing that I don't eat. There are a few things that I don't like, but I will actually eat them just to be polite or just not cause a fuss. There's nothing that I don't eat. And what I wanted to chat through today is lessons that we can learn from the smart vegan diet. And the reason that I wanted to cover this today is that there's a lot of emphasis going around the internet and documentaries and things like that about being vegetarian or vegan and the perils of animal products and, you know, it streams from health environmental, sustainable food systems, like there's a lot of thoughts and opinions and issues. And I guess what I've always wanted to do in the field of nutrition is remove scaremongering and labeling from food because you don't actually have to be 100% vegan to one, reap the benefits of a vegan style of eating Two, you can actually make smart choices with your food from an environmental and sustainable perspective. I think these things are just about balance. And so what I want to do is pull some key lessons from a smart, well-planned vegan diet that us omnivores can learn and apply and thus reap the health benefits of being vegan. And of course, if you do choose to be vegan for whatever reason, either ethical or health, 100% I support you in your decision and I've always believed that regardless of how you want to eat, that healthy eating applies to you and it's really just at the end of the day comes down to being able to apply the key nutrition principles to your food preferences and so if your food preferences mean that you no longer want to include animal products into your diet, go for it. Just know that there are a number of key things that are important for you to think about when you start to make those changes. Because like any eating pattern, omnivore, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, right, whatever label you want to put on a particular eating pattern or a diet, there are healthy versions and non-healthy versions of all of those dietary patterns. 
And, you know, if they don't have the key nutrition principles in place, then they're just as unhealthy as, you know, the next unhealthy eating pattern. And so they're the key things that I want to pull out. So look, the key things that I want to cover around the vegan uh, way of eating is this idea of building your diet of mostly from plants. And so overall, the health benefits of the vegan diet has been well documented by science. Vegan diets are typically higher in fiber, vitamin C, vitamin E, folic acid, potassium, magnesium, and phytochemicals, which are basically the name we give to health-promoting chemicals naturally occurring in fruit and vegetables and, and plants. So these diets are also lower in saturated fats, which are the fats typically thought to increase heart disease risk. Um, they're lower in cholesterol. And population studies also show that compared to omnivores, vegans typically have lower BMI, so body mass index. Vernally thinner have lower rates of type 2 diabetes. So I think because of these key observations with increasing nutrient density and just you know improved markers of health like weight um cholesterol etc yeah there's some there's some key lessons we can pull out so the first lesson is the vegetable and fruit consumption so i've talked about this on the show before but the australian dietary guidelines recommends regular consumption of vegetables and fruit to promote long-term health specifically we're aiming for two serves of fruit five serves of vegetables, and we want to try and get that in every day, right? Now, the last survey of Australians, and I this was back in 2011-12, found that only 6.8% of Australians were eating the recommended serves of fruit and veg each day, which is a pretty shocking statistic really, and is probably the single biggest predictor of the long-term health in our country, right, besides, you know, a lack of physical activity and smoking. So, Essentially, cutting out all animal products, so meat, poultry, fish, eggs, and dairy, means that the food choices of a vegan eater become limited, right? We're, we're cutting out a number of food groups. And so vegetables are the star of the show in a smart vegan diet, um, and without which the vegan eater puts themselves at considerable risk of vitamin and mineral deficiency. And I have met vegans in the past who – 100% they don't eat any animal products, but their vegetable intake is abysmal and the variety of veggies and the variety of plants that they consume are really low and they're wondering why they're not feeling very healthy at all. And so the key that we can take from this is that despite your attitude towards animal products, whether you want to eat them or not, is that vegetables should be the star of the show. They need to be the primary thing that you're eating. They need to be the bulk of your diet. And so at the Healthy Eating Hub and within our online program, as well as what all the dietitians will say at the clinics, is that you're aiming for half a dinner plate worth of non-starchy vegetables at as many meals as you possibly can. And my team and I frequently joke that we have master's degrees to tell people to eat more vegetables. You know, sometimes we, we think deeply about our career choices and we wonder about them, but that's at the end of the day, like that's what we're really aiming for. And so the health benefits of a high vegetable intake is well established in the science, whether you eat animal products or not, you know, weight management, better bowel and gut health, higher levels of feeling fullness, stronger immune system. It's you know, huge list of things, decreasing your risk of heart disease, type 2 diabetes, cancers, etc. And I've talked about a study that, that showed that 
with every additional serve of vegetables that you add into your daily diet, you decrease your risk of death from heart disease um, by 5% with every additional serve, which is huge. So add your veggies in guys and, and check out previous episodes, one on like seasonal produce eating. I think I've done one on eight ways to include more veggies in your day, right? Get in, stuck into those episodes and, and really start just focusing your efforts on getting more veggies into your day and you will do fantastic. The next lesson that we can learn from a vegan diet is special or smart planning. And so for a vegan Often due to the removal of animal-based foods, um, vegan diets can be lacking in a few key nutrients, mostly good quality protein, vitamin B12, vitamin D, calcium, long-chain omega-3 fatty acids, so EPA and DHA, iron and zinc. So they're the key ones that can be lacking in a vegan diet. And so this means that a smart vegan needs to carefully plan their diet to ensure that they're including particular foods, a good variety of foods to minimize their risk of deficiency. And this just means that they need to plan their meals. They need to think about what they're eating day to day, shop appropriately, perhaps cook in bulk, keep their kitchen well stocked, right? To help them ensure that the consistency of their food choices over time is helping them meet their body's nutrient needs. And these are all really important skills that an omnivore needs in their diet too. I can't stress this enough, the the power of forward thinking about your food, of ensuring that you've got fruit and veggies in your house, your fridge and pantry is stocked, right? You're, you're planning out your meals. You're thinking about what you can do to help you make healthy food choices when you're busy. Super, super helpful. And so I think the key takeaway is that is that we're all busy and that healthy, good quality food is predominantly fresh. It's got a short shelf life and it does require some kind of preparation. And so due to the nature of the way we live our lives, it's, it's really unless we're prepared and organized ourselves enough to eat well, we'll end up relying on convenience foods. And these typically tend to be poor sources of nutrition, contain excess energy, right? High amounts of sugar, fat. And so a culture of excess and food being accessible almost everywhere we go means that we actually do need to think about our food choices in advance and then plan accordingly. And after working with people for such a long time with changing their eating habits and their food choices, there's really no other way. Like there isn't a silver bullet or a secret thing that you can do unless you can afford a personal chef, right? And in that case, I'm available very expensive, right? And you'd eat awesomely. I'd cook you fabulous food. So the third lesson that we can learn from a smart vegan diet is the removal of less healthy foods. And so all the research discussing the health benefits of a vegan or vegetarian diet when compared to the diet of an omnivore, you need to remember it isn't the type of research that can establish a causal relationship. So basically they can't say that a vegan diet is healthier than an omnivore diet or that a vegan diet causes this or an omnivore diet causes that. They can simply conclude that those who follow a vegan lifestyle tend to have better indicators of long-term health. And so there are a number of reasons why this would be the case. Many vegans are generally more health conscious anyway and tend to plan their diets a lot more than their omnivore friends. They tend to eat more fruits and vegetables. They tend to probably do more other healthy lifestyle behaviors like exercise and sleep better and etc right and so 
is it being vegan that's promoting health in these individuals or is it just generally the higher probability that these people are doing healthy things every day? Hmm, Interesting. So for most of the different diets, and I've said this earlier, is that you can have healthy versions and you can have not so healthy versions. And so the smart vegan diet removes foods or is not eating any cream, lard, butter, bacon, ham, smoked salmon, cheese, and other highly processed foods like chocolate and ice cream and other dairy confectionery. As all of these foods that I've just mentioned are energy dense, high in fat, high in salt, high in sugar. And so these foods are not always moderated in an omnivore diet and and could also be another reason why those who lead a smart vegan lifestyle enjoy the associated health benefits. And so, yeah, just remember that there's a lot of factors to consider when we're thinking about health, but typically a, a well-planned vegan diet and a smart vegan um, is going to have a more nutrient-dense diet overall and that's probably a key reason why they experience more health benefits. So finally, just to wrap up the session today, when you're thinking about good nutrition and good nutrition information, it's really important not to take extremes in the research or single out individual foods. And this is what bothers me about the documentaries. It's not that I'm against vegan eating or against vegetarian or the the animal industry is brainwashing me. What I'm against is the scaremongering, the bias, the really hugely weighted argument, the the drama that then makes people be like, well, crap, I better, you know, be a vegetarian now. Otherwise I'm destroying the earth or I'm destroying my health. I don't like the extremes of these kinds of messaging and this communication. It's part of the reason why people are so confused. I just don't like it. Let's treat people like they're adults and present them with the full breadth of information and then allow them to just make a decision. And so, yes, some foods are more beneficial to our health than others, but more and more research overall is uncovering the fact that it's overall diet quality and your dietary pattern that is more important than individual foods and nutrients. So if the omnivore took a leaf out of the vegan's book, pun intended, and ate plenty of fresh fruit and vegetables, right, took the time to plan their meals, moderated their intake of unhelpful, like less healthy foods, that they too could actually experience the same health benefits as their vegan or vegetarian neighbors without having to cut out animal products at all. And so lastly, if you've recently decided that you'd like to follow a vegan diet or you're considering it, but you're really not sure how to ensure it's a smart uh, vegan eating pattern or, or what you need to think of to ensure you're meeting your nutrient needs, reach out. My team are fabulous at helping and supporting you with this um, and giving that individualized advice. So check out the links in the show notes to the Healthy Eating Clinic where you can access my team of dietitians. But that's it for today, team. Let's learn from the different eating patterns rather than fight about them. Ah, bring balance to the force. Have an awesome day and we'll catch you in the next episode. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike 
any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.